Hey everybody, welcome to 22 Minutes of Transformation. We're here every week to ask and answer what we believe to be one of life's most uh, transformational, uh, endearing, or important questions. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Bills austin Happy New Week, Karen. How are you doing? Happy New Week. I'm I'm wonderful. <laughs> I'm really wonderful. I woke up this morning. I have a friend who's having a procedure. I was able to pray with him. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to pray with you all the time. Um, this, and you know, and, and when I say those words, I'm happy to pray. I'm happy to, um, to remember that's what it is. So if we have listeners who get caught and triggered by the word prayer, we get to remember, we get to, all prayer is to remind ourselves who we truly are. Um, and that's what we get to do 24 seven, you know? You know, I look forward to, because we've only been recording this series since we've been physically apart because of the um, coronavirus pandemic. I have not traveled to Los Angeles. You have not traveled to the UK. And yes. I really love that, you know, when we when we record this, uh, it's the beginning of your day. And I think this must be a really cool way to uh, to start the day. So I look it forward is. to when when we when I get to have this conversation in that energy of the morning, when, when yes. we're together again mm-hmm. in yes. person. But before we know it, before we know it, and not that mm-hmm. it's any less transformational. Whatever point you're listening or contemplating the the tidbits and insights that we that we come up with during, I say come up with <laughs> that, that we share <laughs> yeah, yes. during these conversations. So um, yes. let's let's jump into to this week's question, Karen. So this week's question is: Think or feel? And this really does move into um, what we were already talking about. Yeah. Um, I the quote is, <laughs> and I don't know where it come from, mm-hmm. where it comes from, but I say it all the time um, that I get to move from my head to my heart. Mm-hmm. My head is wanting to fix things, figure it out. Why me? How did this happen? How did it get in this predicament? How am I going to move forward? So we when we are in our heads, we're thinking. And when we move from our heads to our hearts, we get to feel. We get to remember that we're guided and directed and supported all the time. I love how you've articulated that because I, I, I believe we're on the same page about the, the mechanisms of feeling, of feeling and the mechanisms of thinking mm-hmm. and what I really want to say about this is, and that's why I like how you just worded it, uh, I don't think thinking is bad. I don't think feeling is bad. I think mm-hmm. that they're two incredible uh, mediums that we get to process information through. And similar to when we had the conversation about, you know, facts or truth, dealing with, you know, what's in front of you yes. in regards to the world and what is more universal, everlasting. I really believe that it's like we try and put thinking and feeling against each other. And I think I'll, I'll put it this way, critical th- critical thinking and visceral feeling. It's like we're trying to put them against each other when both in and of themselves are brilliant. Yeah? Yes, I like and, that. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I started to think about this a lot with, uh, there's a lot of books, teachers. I, I, yeah, there, there's a lot of body, there's a lot of work out there right now, which is, uh, 
putting spirituality and science together, which is great because in so many ways, there's a very clear way to, um, to articulate that. But on the same, on the other hand or same hand, I also think there's no amount of, there's no amount of talking to your intellect you can do that is going to have your soul take a leap forward. And no matter how much your soul continues to leap forward, doesn't mean your intellect is going to catch up. So I do sometimes think, stop trying to appease whoever needs to be appeased by saying, here's the science of spirituality, or here's the spirituality of science, thinking and feeling. Um, Let each one be brilliant as they are. (laughs) Because, yeah, and I've just just always thought that, like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to think my way into a soul leap. And sometimes I've had soul leaps and I just know something. I just know it for sure. Yes. Um, and I'm never going to convince my intellect of it because that needs yes. the facts. Yes. Uh, I love that. I yeah. love the way you're, I've never, I've never thought about uh, there not being any, I'll call it this competition between thinking yeah. and feeling. Um and this is what I know about me, is that no matter how often I am practicing, I am, I am thinking, I am feeling, I am using those thing, things simultaneously. Now, what I have been practicing a lot of is, <clears throat> excuse me, what am I thinking about? What yeah. am I thinking about? What am I feeling um, so we can use our intellect intellect to allow us to think about things, and we can think about the infinite possibilities. We can think as opposed to thinking about the worrying and the doubting and the fear, feeling, fearing. We can also feel um, whatever it is that we want to, to feel. Now, if we're stuck in our emotions... Um, that can be an aspect of feelings. Uh, again, the worry, doubt, and fear. We don't want to, uh, the, 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 those emotions, those kinds of, I'll call them feelings, can, um, can stop us. They can hinder yeah. us. They can um, do crazy things to us. When we feel, and feeling really is the way that the presence communicates with us, the feeling of that we're loved unconditionally, the feeling of joy and happiness and peace and harmonizing good, That's those are the things that we need to remember yeah. to feel. So this thinking and feeling, it's a practice. It's yeah. all a practice. And if I had to pick one today, I would pick feeling. You know, that would be an easy, that would be an easy decision for me. But... I don't hate thinking <laughs> and, I, and I don't, yeah, I know right, most right. people don't, but I just, I, I see a lot, uh, th- there can be a spiritual narrative and there's also an, I'll, I'll give the other side as well, but there can be a spiritual narrative that any conclusion you come to with your thoughts, uh, would be a bad one. And there's the same with, you know, if you look at it from a oh. more <laughs> scientific or psychological lens, uh, you know, it would, it would trust less that you came to a conclusion through feeling than thinking. And like I'm saying, you know, you know, I love to say war is over. Yes. I'm like, war is over. Do you want to know what? At different times, we will reach the best decision through applying our critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. And then there are times that we will 
Our critical thinking skills are just absolutely useless when it comes to just something we know is right. In fact, our critical thinking will tell us the opposite. And that is where I I call for this union in these two these two ways that we come to conclusions in our lives. Yes, yes. So here is um a, a, a feeling tone um, and a thinking tone that some people wake up with. Mm-hmm. It's Monday morning, and they can say, "Oh my God, it's Monday." Okay, that's one. It's a feeling and a thinking. And then another way, way is, "Oh my God, it's Monday." Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of a to- tone yeah. that's there. So there is a thinking i'm going to make this a great day it's monday and i'm and i'm feeling that vibratory essence that is um that is always with me and goes before me um so yeah our thoughts come in and they can have a an effect on the rest of our day to be able to wake up that's why we wake up in gratitude that's yep. why we stop every hour on the hour and check in with ourselves to see where we are um, if we are carrying a thought that is taking us down the rabbit hole we must begin to transmute that thought so that we can have a feeling that allows us to rise up to move forward to create the life that we came here to live yeah and there are uh, how do i put this so so we know once again we're going to I'm going to mention some science things of the way of feelings but you know we know things like jumping up and down for a minute will increase how we feel we've both been in situations where they have us do the uh, <laughs> and you know the power pose for like two minutes because right, that's meant yeah. to change and you see yes. doctors doing this before they go into surgery on, on, <laughs> on, on, on Grey's Anatomy uh, so so once again like there are ways that you know your your thinking your thinking will aid your feeling and your feeling can aid aid your thinking (laughs) seemingly by standing in that power pose for two minutes the thoughts you have about yourself will be more positive Mm -hmm. so once so once again they're not at war and actually it's knowing you know there's times in my life i am completely guided superbly uh, through through my thinking and intellect and there are times that my thinking and intellect would tell me anything but, but there's something that I know. I really got to thinking about this so much. It must have been, it was towards the end of last year, and I was uh, I was working on this uh, research uh, pitch to do uh, exploration in, in New Age. And what I realized was, um, I was very, that the people that I was going back and forth with, I was very impressed that they did not want it to be like a, uh, like a make fun of what we do because you know mm-hmm. you you know the world can make fun of what we do Karen of in case course you didn't know. yeah yeah, yeah I, I know um, <laughs> and I yeah, um, and I was really impressed especially dealing with like media people that is not what they wanted what mm-hmm. I found within myself though was how easy it was when I was writing these like new age principles to explore how easy it was to be oh well this could all just be a delusion or this actually could just be a trick of the mind and it's just so eat that it's so cheap and I, I even found that within myself who, who believes in this stuff um yeah. it's so easy to reach for them low vibe uh thoughts however what i did know for sure is 
no matter how much of an intellectual argument anyone can present, let's think of we both have been to Agape International Spiritual Center, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, No matter how much of an intellectual argument somebody could make for, you know, it not being real, it being, I don't know, the things they say, but can you argue with someone being there who is happier for going, who is freer for going, who is more empowered for going, who is more at peace for going, you may not be able to create the thinking dialogue around that, but it doesn't make it any less real. Yeah. And it was when I had that realization, I was like, it's re- like it's really no one else's business. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. I oh, well said. Yeah. Yes, yes, and it was yes, like, yes. And, I, and I didn't want to move forward with this um, this back and forth like exploration uh you know um you know idea because i thought at the end of the day there's always a body of work you can reach to that could say spirituality is uh just a nice idea spirituality is yet to be proven i mean maybe the whole idea of god is that he is the one thing that that never will be but we'll talk about that another time Um, (laughs) but also there's no amount of you can't deny someone's transformational experience you know what i mean yes yes and that equally needs, and I believe in our in our world it definitely does, but that equally gets to have its airtime, you know. Well, you know, you've made a couple really good points. One of the things that I I remember doing, I've been at Agape now for nineteen years. Is that right? Eighteen years, whatever it is, whatever it is, and I've been there for a while now. And I remember when I first got there and I started studying. And remember, I grew up in a me- metaphysical and Baptist household. And I remember speaking to one of my friends, um, wanting to share with her what I was experiencing that was new. And I couldn't articulate it. I couldn't. Um, And I think that that's what most people want us to do. They want us to um, argue with them. They want us to, and convince them that what we are experiencing is real. And what I've learned is that the moment I feel, even today, I feel like I'm wanting to convince somebody about God, about spirit, I stop. I automatically change the subject because this is an individual journey. Mm -hmm. And I know that I cannot, because the presence is infinite, uh, and and that's why Joel Goldsmith calls the presence the infinite invisible because mm-hmm. he wanted to quantify it, and he couldn't. He didn't have the words for it. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that the infinite invisible. I know in my yes. book I called it something somewhere somehow. Right. Oh, because right. Once, I remember yeah. that. That because was so sweet again, when I yeah, read that. Yeah. I was like, I just like. Yeah, you're right. Like, I I cannot point to it. I cannot. Well, do you want, I, mean, I believe I could. I, I feel like yeah. you can look around and point to everything. As yeah, of course. If, if you want, if you want a literal kind of like a tangible thing, can't I can't point to that for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I used to have this saying, and I still stand by it. When people would start to, and I'm like you know, I would not get into an argument or even a discussion. Someone trying to yes. tell me there isn't a God, mm-hmm. but I would sometimes say, you know, I believe in God more than I believe we're having this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> Because that was true, like that yes. was true, and it is this—it's this knowing beyond knowing, which doesn't just apply to God; it applies to anything in your life which you just know. It's them invisible things yes. that 
purpose are even are even tangible. And you know, when people, you know, I also remember this one when people would say, uh, you know, people would want to, you know, have a conversation about heaven in a literal way. Well, where is it? Where is heaven? I mean, what, you know, as as if it's somewhere to get to. And I always say it's like, would well, you want to know what? Like, if you you have all, oh, speaking of thoughts, you have all these thoughts, but you know, you can't cut open a human brain and take out the thoughts. If someone has depression, you can't cut open the brain and find depression, take it out, they're all better. Mm-hmm. Because it exists in the in-between. Yeah? Yes. Like, yes, and just as the world, we it's like this tangible, put it on paper, you know, we can show this science explanation for it. But you want to know what? What an injustice to something so powerful to try and even put it into words. And that's why I love the Tao Te Ching. It says, you know, as soon as you start talking about it, you're only getting a little <laughs> bit of it. Like, right, right. As soon as you start yes. saying God is dot, 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 you, yes. you've lost yes, it. Yes, yes. Because our human brain, our human brain, not our heart, but our human brain can only handle so much. We can only imagine so much. When we talk about this presence and this power, it is infinite. Um, so to be able to articulate it with words is, I think, is is really impossible. I think yeah. it's, it's limiting. It is. And to go back to your point, I believe that heaven is everywhere. Mm-hmm. I believe that we have the opportunity to create heaven on earth, despite what the uh, different religions will tell us. Um, we get to be happy now. We get to experience this heavenly thing right here and right now. We get to do it every single moment. And to put it off is not living our life fully. To wait until we've accumulated this and this and that, it's not living our life fully. Um, it's, uh, it, it's interesting. So this whole idea of think and feel is a powerful way to live as long as we are allowing this vibrational match. Now, thinking can get us to remember the feeling of this presence and this power. Yeah. This, it's a process. I call it a bridge. Um, we get, because maybe we're not um, in that mindset. And as we think, that's what um, affirmative prayer can do for us. We can, we can pray. We pray for ourselves. We pray for the expanded awareness and consciousness. And we have to be aware that that's what is moving through us. So when we begin to, when we're thinking about worry and doubt and fear, when we're in a feeling that we're not good enough, then we uh, affirmative prayer allows us to remind ourselves who we truly are. Yeah. And I think it's just a great thing to carry with you throughout your life to something comes up and you get confused and you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. The first thing to identify is, well, does it feel right to come to a conclusion about this through my thoughts or through my critical thinking or through my visceral feeling. And Mm -hmm. I think once you identify that, you probably know what to do. Like I think the confusion can often come when it's like, oh, so, you know, that, that change of my thinking brain says this, but my feeling brain says this. 
I'm, I'm not saying the feeling brain is correct 100% of the time, but you get to say, does this, see, does this seem like a decision I want to make with my thinking or with my feeling? Because do you want to know what? Signing a contract, maybe that's something you want to do with your critical thinking. But falling in love, for example, that's not something you want to put down to uh, a critical analysis. Yes, yeah. yes. And I believe that signing a contract... I allow not only my thinking, but my feeling to get involved in that. If I am feeling, because I believe that that feeling is the presence, if I believe that I am feeling, hmm, this may not be a good idea, or perhaps I need to think about this a little bit more, perhaps I need to ask the presence uh, what is my highest good in all of this? Um, that's where we get to use both things. So yeah. I believe that my feeling, and I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking right now, if I, if I'm, if I allow my feeling, well, I'll say it this way: my feeling is always guided and directing me yeah. because my feeling, I believe is the presence, that eternal broadcast. So I am, that's where my thinking comes from, this feeling. I just have an awareness. Oh, I'm feeling something within my body temple. My body temple is, and I, I when I know that the presence is, is having its way with me, I can, and perhaps I'm signing a contract, and I can say to the presence, is this a good idea? And I can feel this, presence this these tingles in completely through my body temple and i have to that's almost like a a test that i do is this a good idea i'll ask spirit right then and there and i can feel something if i don't feel something i'm not going to move forward yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of work out there about you know hell yes if it's not hell yes it's hell no i'm sure Uh, it's got a theory or a principle uh name now but yes, that idea I'm of sure. <laughs> if something does not feel like you want to say hell yes then you should be saying i'm not going to do that yes. i don't know where i stand on that i think my conclusion with 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 this question is i currently you know i'm a huge cheerleader for for both of them things mm-hmm, and i probably mm-hmm. have a uh i'm probably i'm still navigating my way through that because i think on both camps you know i've been in the world of psychology and I've also been in the world of what I call, you know, toxic spirituality or spiritual bypassing, where I've been told that uh, in the toxic spiritual world, being told that my thinking was, you know, a barrier when actually it was very smart and savvy. And then in the psycholo- psychology world, being told that, you know, a feeling is not something to to base something off, but actually a feeling can get to the right conclusion oh, yeah. before a hundred studies do. Yes. But it's individualized, it's unique, and it's yes. different for different circumstances. And mm-hmm. my my gusto or cojones for this question is uh, to know yourself in situations uh, if you want to think or feel about it and know that if you believe in a God, that is how it is doing its best through you in that moment because yes. maybe god maybe god if you believe in god the universe the infinite invisible uh 
if it is this infinite invisible, it can get it can get you with your thoughts as well. So I really oh, am, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love this. This has really opened me up, at, at least in terms of how I move forward. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and yeah. and remember, we started out. I started out by saying, and this is the way I process things. I move from my head to my heart. So my heart, I believe, can also think as it as it feels. So um, I always want to not inter- um, not think about things so much because we can. I'm a Virgo, and I've heard people say recently that Virgos overthink. They overanalyze. They over. I mean, there's this overthink that that happens, and that's a reminder to me to stop and to turn within. And um, knowing that this infinite invisible always has my back. Yeah, that's so interesting because I'm a cancer, so I've got the opposite. I will, I'll be in my feelings too much. Yeah, so it's probably yeah. why I've developed or been interested in this uh, uh, equation. I don't know what you want to call it, but actually to lean into my thinking self more. Mm-hmm. So once again, it's completely individualized, and yes. I I want for everybody to to know that there are two there are two there's probably multiple, but there's at least mm-hmm. two systems within you that you're constantly running information through, and you're getting information from, and that's your visceral feeling, and that's your critical thinking, and no matter which camp you sit in, if it is pro more in the science camp, or if it is more in the complete spiritual camp. Allow the other one to equally have its airtime. And if you are in the spiritual camp and you believe in an infinite invisible, then you better believe it also knows how to get to you with your thoughts. And if you're in the psychological science camp who wants to be able to measure and uh, quantify everything, then don't kid yourself that at some point (laughs) you've not um, surpassed a hundred studies in, in a single moment of change, clarity, realization. So I, I end this episode with huge gratitude to both my, my thinking and my feeling. Yes. And, and I just want to add that as we move forward, whether we're in our thinking or our feeling or both, that it's always for the greater good for ourselves and for the collective whole. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Until until next week. But this this was a great one. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>